The nature of iman is such that it increases and decreases. That's right. Iman is something that increases and decreases, which means you have to be working at it on a constant basis. Just because you are feeling super, if I can say, spiritual or faithful to God and you are having the zeal to engage in acts of worship today, doesn't mean you will feel the same sense of enthusiasm next week or even tomorrow. Welcome to the True Success Channel Podcast. I'm your host, Shamima Shah Jahan, and I'm here to help you unlock your inner greatness and transform your life into a fulfilling lifestyle that brings you true success, that's success in this world and the next. As a self-development and transformational coach, I help you eliminate the limiting beliefs that's holding you back from reaching your maximum potential. If you are a dream-driven woman, you are in the right place, as each week, We'll be talking about healing, growth, empowerment, and everything in between. True Success Channel is all about purpose, intention, and strategic action infused with faith to help you unleash your true potential, craft your dream life, and attain success. So my dearest soul sisters, let's heal, grow, and slay those goals. I hope all of you are doing good. This is me, your host Shamima Shah Jahan, coming at you with a brand new episode. Today is the festival of Dhul Hijjah while I'm recording it. And to be honest, I'm not feeling that great. The reason being, I had intended to fast the nine days of Dhul Hijjah, but Although I had intended to wake up for Suhoor, the pre-dawn meal, I overslept and woke up only after Fajr. And I thought of pursuing with my desire to fast despite missing the blessed meal because my heart was not willing to accept the idea of not being able to fast on this precious day. But however... It was around 6.26am, I already felt super thirsty because naturally I'm a person who consumes a lot of water. I'm someone who drinks water even before I pray Fajr and on a daily basis I keep sipping on water throughout my work process. So fasting, to be honest, is something challenging for me in accordance to my nature of someone being constantly hydrated as opposed to another person who hardly drinks water in a day and he or she is completely all right. So I think this is another factor that brings to our attention how a particular deed can weigh differently in another person's scale depending on how easy or difficult that person finds that particular deed to perform. So in my case, um, I'm someone who hydrates myself on a constant basis. So it's 
comparatively harder for me to fast as opposed to my husband who should improve on his hydration because he hardly drinks water to be honest um, so he finds it considerably easier to fast so the reason i wanted to share this with you is because if you are someone who has this desire to compete in good deeds in these blessed days of Dhul-Hijjah, but you find it completely, if I can say, challenging to perform these deeds because it is against your current nature, then rejoice because your reward is doubled and this is an encouragement for you to keep pushing and try as hard as you can uh, to be honest when i sent down this week's raw monday musings letter for those of you who do not know raw monday musings it is a soulful letter that i send every monday where we talk all things personal development and faith if you want to know about it, simply click the link in the description. So, like I was saying, one of the sisters responded to this week's Ramani Musings letter saying that she is feeling overwhelmed when she goes online and she sees everyone talking about uh, doing all these sunnah acts of worship because she was someone who finds it so hard to even push herself to pray her faraid, her obligatory salah. So she is someone who is starting out in her journey towards Allah. She is a beginner. So I'm sure everyone who is listening to this particular episode is on different levels of Iman. And to be honest, just because I am on the talking end right now doesn't mean my level of Iman is higher than someone who is listening to this podcast episode you know it is something that is solely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to judge but however at this point I want to pause and talk about the reality of how the nature of iman is such that it increases and decreases that's right. Iman is something that increases and decreases, which means you have to be working at it on a constant basis. Just because you are feeling super, if I can say, spiritual or faithful to God and you are having the zeal to engage in acts of worship today, doesn't mean you will feel this same sense of enthusiasm next week or even tomorrow. Iman is something that increases and decreases. And as believers, it is our duty to ensure that we live an intentional lifestyle that safeguards of Iman, that allows us to grow slowly and steadily towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and earning his pleasure and receiving his mercy by which we can enter Jannatul Firdaus insha'Allah. So now that we have 
establish the reality of Iman being something that increases and decreases, we have to realize that a part of our obligation is also to ensure that our Iman does not decrease so much so that it makes us easier to fall out or from the folds of Islam. The reason I'm saying this is because it is possible that a person's Iman increases and he becomes someone who is very beloved to Allah. And while the positive spectrum is possible, when you turn your prism towards the negative end, we have to face the bitter reality that a person's Iman can decrease and if he allows it to decrease without putting an effort to refuel, then it is possible that slowly and steadily from skipping acts of worship to committing minor sins to proceeding to commit major sins with guilt then to no guilt and very soon being influenced by shaitan enough to leave the fold of Islam and question God. The reason I am saying this is because I personally know of certain individuals who had to face this reality and when I say personally I don't mean <sighs> sorry it's such a hot topic to talk about when I say personally even if you do not know of individuals like your family members or friends or mutual friends I'm sure you must have heard of such stories online through the internet that has been covered by the news reporters or maybe you heard it from a relative that they knew of someone who had to face this unfortunate um, dip in their iman so yeah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to be of those who are able to not just preserve our iman but to be of those who are constantly working on developing and strengthening our relationship with him. Ameen. Now, going back to the story, or should I say the incident, which led me to really start talking about this topic in today's podcast, is what I mentioned in the beginning of today's episode. That was about me not being able to fast today. You know, when I drank water out of this thirst that was starting to give me a headache, to be honest, I couldn't help but feel sad. It kind of pushed an emotional trigger because I started asking myself, what is it that I did as a result of which the tawfiq to fast today was taken away from me because fasting on this special day is such a virtuous deed and if to be honest I'm not blessed enough to engage in that rewarding act of worship that means I may be slipping somewhere 
because to be able to fast is indeed a very very big blessing so i sat down and started thinking about things i could be possibly doing as a result of which this blessing was taken away from me and i also started to think about things that i could possibly work on to increase my chances of receiving the mercy from allah and the tawfiq to engage in acts of good deed that will benefit me greatly in this world and the next and this is when i was pushed to rethink about the reality of iman increasing and decreasing and to be open and to just put things out frankly i am currently facing a dip in my iman uh in the sense i'm not feeling that zeal or that level of ease to perform good deeds i feel it is a drag and i feel the importance to put it out here because generally people who read my letters or listen to my podcast or watch my youtube videos or even if not for me for any other individual who has a public platform and who has made some sort of effort to spread goodness to people in any way they can the consumers or the readers they automatically assume that these individuals have it all figured out that they are always on an iman high and it is really sad because they are believing in a false reality and comparing themselves and not being grateful for their progress and always being hard on themselves the reason i'm saying this is because i receive messages occasionally from sisters who say that you know i can't just do it like you my iman is not high like yours and i'm shocked to know that certain individuals will compare their iman compare their life their journey the plan that allah has for them with my life just because i choose to talk about things that are beneficial and which i believe is beneficial for others doesn't mean that i am the best person out there that i am the perfect uh, human being the perfect muslima no i have flaws in my own way that is known only to me and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the exact reason why i wanted to openly put it out there that currently at the moment i am facing an iman low but i am hopeful that just like it dipped down it will go up again so while i am working my way up i am not pausing doing good deeds if i can say that for an example recording this very podcast is a drag to me right now i don't know if you can hear it from my voice <laughs> because generally i sound more enthusiastic but currently i am feeling a bit low like i said not being able to fast has really pushed that emotional trigger but just because 
I was not able to catch up with the fast doesn't mean I give up and say, oh my God, this is so hard and I can't do the podcast either because it requires another level of discipline. Instead of giving myself those excuses that will keep working against me by decreasing my iman further, I am literally at this moment forcing myself to talk about truths that is usually not spoken about with hope that if you are someone who can relate to the Iman dip with me or whether you are someone who is listening to this having a high Iman but open to the reality of the dip that could possibly occur that you find a reminder that it's not too late and that it is okay you know Allah does not expect us to have this constant state of unrealistic level of patience or level of if I can say conviction because we are human beings and we think differently at different times and at this point i want to talk about ibrahim and his nature is of someone who always questions and contemplates and thinks before getting the peace of mind and although we speak so highly and if i can say more prominently about the incident where he was looking at the star, the moon and the sun and contemplating or saying that this is my God and when it set, he said, you know, my God does not disappear and he finally said that if God does not guide me, I will be lost forever, I will be a loser, I'm at this point um, paraphrasing it. And we praise that kind of behavior, saying that we should become individuals who do not blindly follow, but we really try or aim to reach that level of conviction that causes us to increase our iman. And it is this same messenger of God that we speak highly about, who once went to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asked as to how he resurrects the dead and of this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked have you not believed and to this Ibrahim salam said yes but I ask only that my heart may be satisfied and we see this in surah al-Baqarah ayah number 260 so essentially trying to seek certainty, peace of mind, the level of Iman, even at the cost of wondering about certain capabilities of Allah is not wrong. Because Ibrahim salam, like it's recorded in the Quran itself, we see that Ibrahim salam was going to Allah himself and asking, my Lord, show me how you give life to the dead which means he was thinking about it like how is this even 
possible and i'm sure we have those kind of doubts as well because that's what's happened when we are trying to live intentionally where we are trying to be intellectual not in questioning the possibility of god's ability to do certain things but in the howness of it because our mind just can't fathom it so in a summary of what we have discussed thus far we know that iman increases and decreases and when we are talking about iman increasing and decreasing we are essentially talking about the strength and weaknesses so talking so much about iman the question arises do we really know how to define iman what iman really is beyond knowing the translation that iman is loosely translated as faith or belief imam bukhari rahimullah he said that iman is a declaration and an action and other scholars say that iman is to be convinced with the inner heart to affirm with the tongue and to carry out action with various parts of the body and it is this description that has been provided by the muhaddisin the scholars of hadith so we see that iman is something that involves belief in the heart it involves the statements of the tongue and it involves the actions of the limbs so whenever you are facing a dip in your iman go back to self analysis ask yourself where is it that you are struggling right now is your belief strong are your statements strong but you lack actions for an example you may be spreading good things you may be verbally mentioning good intentions but you may be finding it hard to perform the actions that aligns with your beliefs and your statements if that is the case to work your way up the iman ladder if i can say that it is to push yourself to do acts of worship to do righteous deeds that will in turn slowly enable you to create a ripple effect that will results in increasing iman or it may be that you are finding it not just hard to do actions of the limbs but you are finding it hard to even verbalize the beliefs of your heart in that case before you jump into doing action momentarily and then feeling overwhelmed then giving up try the more stable and substantial method by first reflecting your beliefs in your statements and slowly build it up to actions if you believe that prayer is something that you want to work on you have believe that prayer is something that's going to benefit you you believe that prayer is prescribed by god and it has the power to determine your afterlife now translate that belief in your speech even if it is saying i am working on praying my farahid 
without missing any, like that sister who replied to the Roman de Musings letter. Or it does not necessarily have to be words or statements you say to other individuals. It could be affirmations that you are telling to yourself, whether it is using your internal voice or your external voice. But the best part about verbalizing your intentions to a loved one, someone who is close to you, is that they will help you by pushing you towards the right direction if they are the right company and they will hold you accountable which will push you towards actions at an accelerated rate. It may be the case that even beyond finding it hard to do actions of the limbs, even beyond statements of the tongue, you are having problems with beliefs in your heart. Maybe you are starting to have agnostic thoughts. Maybe you are starting to question the wisdom, the mercy and the love of God. Or maybe you have started to question the existence of God altogether. If this is the case, then before jumping into actions with confused state, I mean, if you are able to do that, then continue to do righteous deeds because they will have a ripple effect, a domino effect on your beliefs. But generally what happens is when a person starts to have doubts in the heart, then this most may have been preceded by leaving good statements and before that neglecting righteous deeds. Before I wrap up today's episode, I actually want to leave you with very important pointers that will help you implement certain steps or reflect on certain aspects of your life that will help you overcome this state of lowering Iman. Which is why the first thing that I'm going to discuss before wrapping this episode is ways in which you can increase your Iman. The number one way in which you can increase your Iman is seeking beneficial knowledge from the Qur'an and from the Messenger of Allah And when we are talking about seeking beneficial knowledge, we are referring to reciting the Qur'an and contemplating on it, on learning about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His most beautiful names and exalted attributes. We are also talking about intentionally reading the biography of our noble Prophet because when we start learning about the sacrifices and the care he had for his ummah, we will just fall in love with him and that will urge us to become better individuals because he is an example, the number one role model for all the believers after all. Another way in which you can work on seeking beneficial knowledge is by pondering over the merits and the qualities of Islam, reading life histories of the pious predecessors. The second way in which you can increase your Iman is by reflecting and pondering over the ayat qawniyah of Allah, that is the universal science in the creation all around us 
whether it is the sky, the sea, the plants, your pet, all these beautiful creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is just lying in wait for you so you can reflect over them and get to know the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, get to know the might of your supreme God and as a result increase your iman. The third way in which you can increase your iman is by exerting efforts towards accomplishing sincere and righteous actions. That is, working hard to do righteous deeds. And at this point, I want to say, like we mentioned previously, increasing iman involves us working in regards to the actions of the heart by solidifying our belief it includes increasing the actions of the tongue and the actions of the limbs actions of the heart can refer to the belief the conviction the certainty we have over what has been taught to us at the deen by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam Actions of the tongue involves the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And actions of the limbs involves the righteous deeds, whether it's a salah, the hajj, even moving your limbs to work in salakah, acts of charity. So now that we have looked at ways in which you can increase your iman, we have to also be aware of reasons or causes that make a person's iman to drop because while we are working towards increasing our iman back up we should also make sure that we reduce the friction in our journey so we can make a steady growth towards strengthening our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when it comes to the causes or should I say the reasons that make a person's iman to lower we see that it can be primarily categorized into two that is internal causes and external causes when we are talking about internal causes we are talking about a person's ignorance heedlessness aversion and forgetfulness which is why it is important for us to embark on the journey of seeking knowledge so we are constantly reminded and we repel ignorance away and another internal cause is the acts of disobedience the sins that we commit because this creates a black spot in our heart and darkens our heart making it harder for us to show up as a righteous servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yet another powerful internal cause that causes a person's iman to drop or decrease is the sinful commands of a person's soul, the nafs, the nafs that urges a person to engage in acts or even thoughts that are contrary and going against the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this is with regards to the internal causes and when we are talking about external causes that are equally powerful 
the first and foremost thing that will come to anyone's mind is the shaitan who is working day in day out to make sure we do not earn Allah's mercy or should I say who is working so hard to make sure that we enter the fire of hell along with him which is why it's important that whenever we are engaging in good deeds we start it with seeking refuge from shaitan even when it comes to starting the recitation of the quran the second external cause is this dunya and all its glitters you know whenever we are obsessing over the pleasures of this fleeting world our heart becomes filled with greed and less anticipation or eagerness to meet our creator whether it is scrolling through social media it's become so common nowadays that we don't really need to be exposed to a bad environment the environment can be inside a screen but yet having a profound effect in our heart which is why we have to monitor the environment we are exposing ourselves into whether it's a physical environment or a digital environment and finally the third external cause that can cause a person's iman to decrease is wrong company the person who you associate with we know from the statements of prophet sallallahu that man is upon the religion of his friend which is why it's important that we are wise when it comes to selecting our company because their energy affects us so i hope that this episode has given you some insights that will help you work on your iman firstly it's about allowing ourselves to face the reality that it's okay iman does decrease but just because we are having a low moment right now doesn't mean we cannot work our way upwards secondly we spoke about how we should not compare our level of iman with someone else whether it is someone we know very personally like a member of a family or whether it is someone we think is a role model like these people on social media thirdly we spoke about what iman is in terms of definition we spoke about how it involves a belief of the heart the statements of the tongue and the actions of the limb and we saw as to how we can problem solve by analyzing where exactly are we finding the difficulty and how can we strategize in terms of increasing our iman and finally we spoke about causes for the increase in iman like seeking beneficial knowledge reflecting on the creation around us and exerting efforts to engage in righteous deeds and we concluded by talking about causes for the decrease of iman and specifically we discussed about internal causes as well as external causes 
I sincerely hope and pray that you benefited from this episode. Inshallah, I'll catch you next week with a brand new episode. Till then, this is me, your host, Shalima Shadrahan, signing off saying, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Don't forget to check the links in the bio and stay connected. If you benefited from this episode, feel free to drop a review. It really helps us. Till then, take care. Assalamu alaikum.